Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jake Gilly lose the smoke position. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jake Gilly lose the smoke position. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. I'm under the weather. Huh. Outside. <laughs> I was expecting something bad, but that was worse than I expected. That's under weather. You clouds, son. You under that? It still work. Blanket. Um. Episode eighty. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, uh, you already know what all this means. It's another episode. Of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, what you call it, the Big Eight Zero. This is the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, you already know this is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bretz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Nebron James, a.k.a. Navion Bell, Nathlessberger, uh, <sighs> your boy Caesar Christ, Silk Pajamas, Belly Rollin', Robert Bowman Jr., Naker Mayfield, Oklahoma going, we're going to be national champs yeah. by uh, January. Um, who else I is... Holy man. This is off the notebook. <clears throat> I say, uh, this is the part where we say our names and I promote old man Kyle. Talk to him. The names will never stop. They seem they'll never drop like revival. <clears throat> Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Pusha K. The code word is Gordon Hayward. It means I'll tell you good luck, but really I want you to break a leg. <laughs> Feel the cool breeze. You know it's Kai Dolla Sign. Winds are not on a helicopter in the ER. This chopper leave you traumatized. <laughs> Talk to him. Young Black Phillip. Shady. Your barter could. Uh, Young Black Phillip Shady. Your barber couldn't fade me. Thug Apatow Brazy. Kyrie sings, sweet lady, wow. would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Now, I was going to remix it until I caught us sounding very good. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was crazy. That's two, one we got to listen back to. Hey, for two dudes whose voices ain't all the Woo. way there. Dang. That was beautiful. I'll keep my line open for the record deals to come through. Yeah, I'm coming out with an R&B album. Yeah, Real, not, not like the Trey songs type R and B and Tory Lanes and the party next all ballads. Tank, it's uh, gonna not, be like not tank, new, not tank. new tank, old <laughs> tank. <laughs> all ballads. Speaking of tank, I was watching Jesus and Mero online, and they was doing this video where they was making fun of Tyrese when he was in the kitchen cooking some uh, breakfast for his wife. <laughs> Never saw that video before. 
He was really wilding at that point in time of his life a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's getting the help that he needs. Please. Because that was... All it's going to take is to simply say to Dwayne Johnson, Vin Diesel, whoever, I'm sorry. Hey, did you see that he lied recently again? I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's still he's still up to shenanigans. <laughs> he said that uh, uh, it's confirmed four brothers sequels in the works. Oh, yeah. I thought I had like I was like, oh, my gosh. He said it's all over the net. <laughs> there was nowhere. This dude <laughs> is in his own little fantasy world. Like why? <laughs> why lie about a movie, a sequel to a movie There's that no, no one needs? Need. He had all them fake uh, uh, Baby Boy Two posters. <laughs> Unless he's they a re- troll, <laughs> he is a legit troll. Dang, my man Tyrese is out of control. But Baby Boy, Baby Boy, out. That's, that, that, that makes was, I can see that happening. That's more realistic. Four brothers. Andre three thousand ain't doing that. He does some suspect movies. Where are they gonna find Garrett Hedlund at? He should not come back because he died. <laughs> yeah. It'd be. <laughs> and, Three brothers? Yeah. Mark Wahlberg, he does about everything, but yeah. I don't know if he come back to four brothers. <laughs> Unless the script and the director is nice. Uh, yes, but anyways, you seen any movies since the last episode? I still don't watch anything here. Can't remember watching anything here, but we saw Lady Bird. Oh, was that good? Yeah, that, was, that was a good movie. Had to see. Why is this at a hundred? Yeah. Why is this the best reviewed <laughs> movie of all time? Yeah. So, was watching it. It had, it ain't like this movie, but it, for some reason, gave me the vibe of a Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. I was like, not good. Well, Napoleon Dynamite is better than this movie. <laughs> that yeah, died just sitting here thinking about it, and that's surely not at a hundred percent freshness. But it was, uh, it was entertaining. I don't know what this genre of movie is. Hmm. Is it drama? There's drama in it. Is it a comedy? It's not like it's funny, but it's oh, this lady in the audience had the time of her life in this movie. <laughs> was dying old. from jump, screaming, laughing, repeating yeah. stuff that was said on the screen. I was like, this ain't uh, one of them movies, ain't like Hangover or something. Was the theater empty? It wasn't that many people in it, and this was a weird shaped theater I was in. Did she have the audacity to be talking to the screen like that? Yeah, that was crazy, but. Uh, What's her name? Lori Metcalf, who from uh, Roseanne and plays the mom on Big Bang Theory. I can see her getting an no- Oscar nomination because she put on a great performance. Uh, Cersei Ronan, is that her name? I have no clue. Still to this day, how to pronounce that girl's name. She did we- well playing a very odd girl. Uh, this movie is just one of the movies that's just a movie. It ain't got like, no plot. Like It's just the characters doing stuff. Uh, it was entertaining. It's not. There's nothing wrong with it, so I guess that's why it's at a hundred percent. Because every review is like, ain't nothing wrong with this movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. I can't safe ones. <coughs> I can't even go into deep describing any because there ain't nothing like I can be like, oh, and this happened and this was funny because it was just a regular good movie. Uh, what's something that stands out from it? Her speaking voice was kind of funny because <laughs> she ain't from here and she's doing a American accent. Uh, she definitely ain't from here with a name like yes. something wrong. Especially with the way it's spelled and then the way you pronounce it. What else happened in this movie? It was a good movie. I, of course, I fell asleep in it, but not 
I went a long time awake. I was like, uh-oh. Now it's going to come at the end. Yep, somebody going to die while I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, but it happened at the... And there wasn't no rhyme or reason of why she wanted to go by Lady Bird, I don't think. Oh, that was her to, name in the movie? Yeah, to my knowledge. <laughs> she was like, what's your name? Lady Bird? Huh? Yeah, and then she would get mad when her mom wouldn't call her Lady Bird. That's your name. Yeah, she really liked that name for some reason. Yeah, but that was a good movie. Can't even really describe it any. Don't know how to explain it. It's not 100% freshness. Yeah, a bunch of old people. Old boring people like them type of movies. I had to see that while I wait for... Because I was hoping that since Disaster Artist was in limited release, it was going to be somewhere. Yeah, it would have came out like eight theaters or something. Uh Uh-huh. They said it's going to be 800 plus theaters this next weekend. Yeah. But I saw, I looked, it said yeah. it's going to be in Columbus. So. Yeah, it's not at some of the theaters, uh, normal theaters would go to. Yeah, so I might have to check that out. I'm just, for somebody who loves going to the movies, I've just been so hated at the no return on my communications that movie pass has yeah. been having. <laughs> I'm so desperate. I'm so close <laughs> to asking somebody. Put it in your name. I'll just pay for it. <laughs> like, this is getting out of control. Yeah, if I don't crazy. hear from them around the top of the year, because already it's it's out, of, it's out of control now. It's been over a month. Yeah. And I've hit them up in all ways. They're, they can't be that backed up where they haven't seen my emails yet. <laughs> so, I don't... That's crazy. If, you know, if I did something wrong, they could at least hit a brother back. But the fact that I'm paying for something I can't even use is ridiculous. So I haven't been to going to the movies, and there ain't really nothing out that I need to go see. Yeah. Besides, we forced Lady Bird. Right. I mean, I'll see that just because that 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes is intriguing. It's a good movie. I'm still sitting here trying to think like, what could I give some insight on this movie? What it really does, I guess. I mean, I haven't really looked that much into it, but it seems like one of the movies that ain't really got. It's just light because it's like every living day in life of yeah, somebody. That's all it is. She's a high school, she's a high school senior. That's some uh, information. Okay, I was assuming she was not playing a high schooler, but okay. <laughs> high school senior. Uh, Daddy's home is still out. Uh, I can easily just wait to that comes out on video or whatever. Yeah. And this disaster artist, and then it's Star Wars, and then Jumanji, and then Pitch Perfect, and. Something else, and then we up to the top of the year with the Insidiouses and other movies people just forced out to get it over with. So, you know. But, um, that all you watched? Yeah. Alright, I watched, uh, I didn't go to the movies, but I watched a movie that came out this year by the name of Jeepers Creepers 3. <laughs> this movie was atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I can tell that they made this movie in secret. Because they weren't on location anywhere. It took place all outdoors. But you could tell the green screen was in the background. Because when they would zoom in to people, a la Justice League, the person stood out so much compared to the background. Uh, the The outlining of the CGI was visible. Or the, the green screen was visible. That's crazy. I was like, oh my gosh. The special effects were trash. The violence was so generic looking. It was just like, oh <laughs> my gosh. This movie had the audacity to have special engagement somewhere. The the Sharknado's special effects are on par with this. 
Storyline was booty. I can't even tell you if this was like part prequel, part uh, sequel, because the girl from the first one was at the very end as like a little teaser. I didn't care. Um, they made like a reference for this kid getting on a school bus, like um, like what happened with the second one where whatever Jeepers Creepers was attacking that school bus full of all them football players. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't remember what the coat colors was in the second one because he had like a little a yellow or orange coat. Why am I remembering like a paperback color? I have no clue, and I wasn't. I was. I was so upset. I mean, I wasn't upset at the movie because I didn't expect much, but I was just so over it once it went off that I wasn't <laughs> trying to look it up. I didn't care. Yeah. The male love interest to one of the girls was hideous. He had way too many freckles on his face. <laughs> it was like an overabundance of freckles, and I was not liking it. Um, it was just dumb. Jeepers Creepers was in a whip the whole time. It seemed like he had like this little. Uh, capture van that he would capture people in and he was driving that a majority of the time i was like i want to see you outside the whip wings flapping yeah little dagger thing that he used to throw at people i want to see that being thrown whatever other weapons he somehow gets his hands on after being gone for 20 plus years and then coming back for 23 days what a little stash he be getting all this stuff from but i was trying to see that i didn't so they could have just kept it at the first two or waited till some, one of these companies got uh, ran out of ideas and said, you know what, I want to reboot Jeepers Creepers. Because that yeah. probably came in like a year or two. So I could have just waited for that. But other than that, movie's boo-boo. If you ain't watched it, I would not <laughs> waste my time. And that's all I watched. I do have some past episode reflections from episode 79, I believe. First up, we could, we didn't even tr- attempt to think of Arnez's real name, Arnez from 101. <laughs> His name is Robert Richard. I think that's how it's pronounced because it's spelled R-I apostrophe C-H-A-R-D. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that Richard is pronounced fancy. Um, uh, We were talking about Now You See Me. I I thought Justin Lin directed it. You couldn't think of how to pronounce the person's name. And the director of the first one was Lewis Letterer or whatever. Yeah, that's what it is. And then John M. Chu directed the sequel. And then we were talking about old TV shows that were on like the CW and UPN, whatever what time period that was. And I referred to Dwayne Martin as all of us. That's what I called him. <laughs> that was the show he was on. But I just straight called him all of us. And we kept it pushing. Uh, and that's all I have for that episode. So I'm gonna throw it to you. I'm not on the beat. Boom. Hey. Hey. Whoa. 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 Talk to him. Ball player, ball player. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what that means. It's another game of franchise player where I name four actors and four actresses and four directors. For each um, section, I give you four movie franchises, and he has to pair up the actor, actress, or director to that franchise in any capacity of any character. 
And usually I don't do, I try not to do repeat actors or franchises, but this week I have re- both repeat actors and repeat franchises because, and Fast and Furious is the one that's likely to constantly be <laughs> repeated because it's always interesting to see what's different kind of <laughs> variation of Fast there. and Furious you want to do. And then for the 80th episode, I wanted to repeat some actors. I think it's just actors I repeated. But anyways, I'll give you the first round. Your actors are Michael B. Jordan. Okay, I've heard of him. Leo DiCaprio. Okay. Jake Gilly. Mm-hmm. And Malik Work. Okay, and then your, French, your franchise is <laughs> <laughs> really slipped past because I zoned out after Jake Gyllenhaal. Your, okay. your franchises are The Wizarding World and Harry Potter. So the Harry Potter movies, uh, Fantastic Beasts, um... Alice in Wonderland. I haven't done that, I don't believe. Back to the Future. So if you want to do a reboot or what may have you. And the Bourne series. Who are we pairing up? Bourne, Alice in Wonderland. Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And Back to the Future. Alright, so... uh, For Alice in Wonderland. Let's go into my boy Malik Work. Okay! Who are you playing in Alice in Wonderland? The Mad Hatter. They're getting a black Mad Hatter, <laughs> and he's going to show off his character acting skills when we get in him zany role. We got to let him know we want you to play Mad Hatter. Yeah. And if he says something different, he lying because he know he want to play this zany role. This role lets you get to act, have fun on the set, get all crazy and weird. And mind you, I'm only also saying that because besides Alice, the cat, and those little flumpy, frumpy twins. Yeah. I don't know what any other they character. They both them little tw- the nah. twins. Nah. Unless he won't play the villain. But I ain't trying to make the black man a villain in Alice in Wonderland. Because yeah. that seems like a setup. So. <laughs> the I'm, Mad So I'm letting him get his zany on. Okay. He gonna play the Mad Hatter. Congratulations. And then we got Leonardo DiCaprio with Back to the Future. Harry Potter. And Bourne. So badly do I want to make him play <laughs> Jason Bourne. <laughs> Just because I'm trying to see Leo run around, beat people up with the Desi in his hand. Has he done like a regular, regular action? Nope. There ain't no nope. way he did a regular action movie. The closest he did, I want to say, was Body of Lies. Dang, nah. And that movie was kind of boo-boo. <laughs> so, nope. I want to see him do a regular one. Yeah, I want to see him throw a punch. And punch yeah, kick. I want him punch kick a, combo. One of the, like, Martin Scorsese doing one. Nah. I want him a regular or like the Michael Bay the... or something. <laughs> like a bad boy type movie. <laughs> uh, him and uh, Will... Will? Or Michael B, because Michael B said he wants to work with Leo. Leo seems quite some age over. <laughs> Michael, he seems way older. Michael B was raised on Leo movies, so he know a good actor when he see one. Oh, man. Hey, so Leo... I don't want him to play uh, whoever that doctor's name was okay. in Back to the Future. And I'll be I the only... I said Doc Ock, and then I was going to correct myself and say Doctor Strange... <laughs> Doc Brown, <laughs> the Doctor Oz, but Dr. Uh, Oz, good program sometimes. I'm gonna go putting him in the Harry Potter world. Okay, and he would play. He, <laughs> Jude Law, who is playing young Dumbledore. Dumbledore right now, is getting sexual assault allegations thrown on him <laughs> <laughs> by 
a nanny <laughs> before they go behind the cameras, which they might have already done. Okay. He getting plucked. <laughs> and we insert Leonardo DiCaprio into that rug going okay. opposite of Johnny Depp. And Ezra Miller. And Ezra Miller. Leo has come to save the day. Leo and, <laughs> for one, Johnny Depp would also need to oh, be yeah. the one going after. <laughs> after this first, this next one comes out, Jew Law gets revenge. Leaks some more information about Johnny Depp. That's our, even more. That's already out there. Jude Law's plucked. Revenge. <laughs> be a little movie, right? And then that turns into a movie called Jude's Law's Revenge. About this guy, actor got kicked off a movie because of something. He got mad and petty, snitched on somebody else, and then them two dudes go to war. Oh man! So Leo playing Dumbledore. Um, who Michael being Jake? You got Back to the Future and the Bourne. Michael B is playing Jason Bourne Another guy taking on a white row This will not be another Alex Cross situation The movie will get better Because I I wasn't a fan of the Bourne Identity movies or like that Especially not the last one So you gonna put Michael B He already showed he can fight in movies With or without the gloves He gonna take over I thought you was about to say with or without shirt That sounded like Why would I say that I don't know that's what you be saying Speaking of with or without shirt, look at uh, Randy Moss's scarf. It's a very. It looks like <laughs> it's very uh well, fruit roll up. <laughs> yeah, but Jason Bourne. He's gonna play Jason Bourne, but his name is gonna be Jason Bourne. <laughs> uh, that leaves Jake Gyllenhaal for the Back to the Future, and he's it playing. Was- he ain't playing the Doctor. Okay. He's playing Marty McFly or this iteration of Marty <laughs> McFly. Okay, he still looks young. Is he gonna be shaking and stuff in it? Nah. Okay. He's gonna play an older this Marty McFly is gonna be older. So when he goes back to the future, you know, things he ain't gonna be going back to before he was born. He's gonna go back in a, you know, <laughs> when he was like a child or something. He's gonna deal with that. Speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal, him and Margot Robbie got a good uh, actor on actor conversation. Oh, yeah, I that was good. He seems way more sophisticated on <laughs> on like stuff like that than I would imagine. And yeah, you can tell. I like his interviews with Ryan Reynolds. Them days was just cracking up the whole all them interviews. Yeah, those were good. I also watched uh, Jennifer Lawrence's and Adam Sandler's. Oh yeah, Jennifer Lawrence's jokey jokey like she always is, and Adam Sandler with that mustache. Oh yeah, <laughs> was like he was uncomfortable with the situation. I watched uh, Ryan Reynolds and Taraji P Henson. Oh yeah, I was gonna watch them. I just didn't. But um, yeah, I think that's everybody. Our our next round, we have Tessa Thompson, okay, Margot Robbie, speaking of the devil, Rebecca Ferguson, mm-hmm. and Megan Fox. Okay, that's that's a good uh, <laughs> list of actresses there. Uh-huh. And the movies we have are the Saw franchise. Sorry, Megan Fox. Psycho. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks. Okay, well, that, lit, that threw my, <laughs> my hands up. Blair Witch and Chucky. All or Child's Play. Could be Megan Fox. Because <laughs> I love the Saw franchise, but you expect somebody of Megan Fox's caliber to be in there. Uh-huh. I threw some, I made it a little tougher for that one because you got to put some of these great actresses in yeah. that. Things such as Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks. Megan Fox could be in there easily, but then one of those other actresses could have just took it for the check, like some people, big names do. What were the last two? You got Blair Witch and Child's Play or Chucky, whatever you... Megan Fox is a brunette. 
or whatever <laughs> hair color, dark hair color she has, and those is I imagine those being with Blair Witch, uh-huh. and then she could be in the Chucky. So, so we have Tessa Thompson, Megan Fox, Rebecca Ferguson, and, and Margot Robbie. All right, so let's t- let's start with Tessa Thompson because I don't want the black person to get the short end of the stick. <laughs> She will be not in Alvin and the Chipmunks. I ain't gonna do that to my girl like that. <laughs> not Blair Witch, because she would have to die. It's, it's, it's horror rules. Um, so that leaves Saul and Chucky. <laughs> she has to die in everything with Alvin and the Chipmunks, and I refuse to put her in those. <laughs> Her career dies in Alvin and Chip. Yeah. rather fake death. <laughs> you know, fine. I'm just going to put her in the Saw franchise. Okay. As a detective. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> she probably played a detective. Yeah, as a detective starring in the movie. So she don't have to die. This is a 75% chance once the end of the movie comes. She's either going to be <laughs> locked in something or dead. Yeah, they should. At the very end, she's locked in something. Credits go. Yeah. And then the sequel, it don't got nothing to do with that first one. So you never know what happened to Tessa. Right. Almost a la what happened with my boy, uh, Wahlberg brother? Donnie. Donnie. Yeah. It what surely happened? ain't the other one who runs the Wahlbergers. <laughs> yeah, bum. Yeah, because <laughs> in the second one, or the second saw, Donnie Wahlberg was trapped in that joint. And when the third one started, he didn't know where he was until <laughs> the end of the movie. <laughs> or was that the fourth one? I don't know. I don't feel like really thinking about it right now. So she's going to be in Saw. Rebecca Ferguson is going to be in Alvin and Chipmunks. Okay. Rebecca getting that check. Yeah, she's she's there now where I can picture her being. She got a cameo. She got a cameo appearance in Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> like the Chipmunks are going like door to door for something. Wouldn't even recognize her. <laughs> She keeps changing her hair color, yeah. making it hard for her to recognize. But they go to the door, they knock on the door, do a little some little funny song and dance. She ain't she ain't amused. She shut the door. She's gone forever. Leaves us with Blair Witch and Chucky. And we got Megan Fox and, and Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Maserati. I'm gonna put Margot Robbie in Blair Witch. Maybe give that uh, franchise some juice. And she, the twist in the movie is, she's the Blair Blair Witch. Witch. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm sick of y'all not telling or showing us who that That Blair Witch is. That last Blair Witch movie was was rough. Yeah, and A was lying. (laughs) A was lying, talking about we did or, I can't remember what they said, but we did or didn't show. It was just all stupid. So she would be, like, she's one of the main people who's being hunted. Then it comes twist at the end, and she's the Blair Witch. So, whoever makes that movie, hopefully, can make that idea good. And then that leaves Megan Fox and Chucky. She is the love interest to the main guy. Nope, nope. She's Chucky's love interest. Yeah, because <laughs> Chucky goes back in time. Oh, there's a little time travel yeah. movie. He goes back in time to like. Around like a year or two after he he became possessed into the doll, so his girlfriend when he was a human would be Megan Fox. Okay, and then she goes around with him trying to get him back to being human, which in Chucky's uh method 
causes him to kill people. <laughs> and she is like the side person uh, helping him go along with the crimes because she's a little crazy as well. So, yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to go to the final round before the recap. We have directors are Z. Winston Brown. All right. Michael Bay, Greta Gerwig, and Kevin Smith. Remind me what movie Greta Gerwig did, because that name sounds Lady Bird. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, And then she's done some other stuff. I mostly know her as an actress. And then you have... What movie she acted in? She did one with Ben Stiller. What movie was that? Now I got to look up some Greta Gerwig joints. Hope it wasn't the last Ben Stiller movie, because Brad Stat... Oh, technically that movie on Netflix is his latest movie, I guess. I gotta watch that. So I ain't just gonna sneak in a award season with some movie with Adam Sandler in it, and I don't know what's going on. Greta Gerwig. Where's her filmography? I hate this new app. She was in, what's some recognizable movie she was in? I could just type in her picture, but I'm being lazy. And my hands was literally just on the keyboard. Greta, you're, I need some research or something. I ain't got to type this in myself. The name sounds familiar. She was in your favorite movie, Jackie. She was. I definitely fell asleep on that movie. <laughs> she was in Francis High. Powering off. She was in Arthur. She was in No Strings Attached. Greenberg. Right, that's the movie I was thinking of, and that's from seven years ago. <laughs> so you said No Strings Attached, so we're getting somewhere. Greta. This is her. This is the lady that directed the best reviewed movie of all time. I got to see her in, in character from No Strings Attached, because uh, <laughs> that ain't ringing a bell. No Strings Attached. <laughs> Images of Greta Gerwig. Images. Was she a friend? Yeah. Oh, she was. Oh, I wouldn't be able to pick her out of a lineup. (laughs) I would just think she's just some random white girl. Okay. So you just got to go off the fact that she has the best review movie of all time. Mm -hmm. And I said Kevin Smith was the last one. And your franchises are Fast and Furious. Okay. Amityville. Mm-hmm. Blade. Mm-hmm. I thought about saying Blade Runner after, but I went with Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait, what was the movies again? Yeah, Fast and Furious. Uh-huh. Amityville. Uh-huh. Blade. Mm-hmm. As in Wesley Snipes Blade. Okay. And Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay, that's right. That I franchise. <laughs> and you said Greta Gerwig, Kevin Smith. Michael Bay, and Z. Winston Brown. With my pick. I know Z Winston getting a blade. <laughs> Here we got okay, Z Winston, Greta, uh-huh. Kevin, Mike, uh-huh. Amityville, Fast and the First, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and Blade. Let's start with Z Winston. All right, Z Winston. We already seen Malik work get a huge row. Yeah, but Z Winston, the rumor is that he tried to blackball us. Really? I forgot he did yeah, that. So he would probably want Blade. He don't deserve Blade. I'm giving him Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay. 
You got to baby step your way up. You already dominated the urban the horror yeah, straight to DVD game. Amityville with Malik work? There ain't too bad. He, he would make it work, but <laughs> Amityville Malik. worse than... Uh, you still make it work. That's the obviously follow-up punchline. Amityville is in a worse position than Diary of a Wimpy Kid right now because at least when Diary of a Wimpy Kid so supposed to come out, comes out, Amityville gets pushed yeah, back a thousand years. A couple years. So, Z. Winston getting Diary. Mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig is going to get... She's the hot new director. She's about to get a super movie probably in real life. I wouldn't be surprised if somehow, if this was DC and DC was yeah. doing Captain Marvel... Whoever the original directors of Captain Marvel yeah. got fired, she would have did it. <laughs> um, so we got Blade, Fast and the Furious, and what was the other Amityville? Mm-hmm. You know what? Fast and the Furious ain't had no women director. Yeah. She gonna get that. She gr- the uh, interactions between uh, Dominic Toretto and Hobbs and stuff would be very yeah. excellent. <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue would be <laughs> extraordinary. The story would be great. Vin Diesel would be stumbling, fumbling over them. <laughs> like, this words. is too much. This is too much dialogue. <laughs> hey, where am I gonna throw a punch? We gonna have to watch that movie where he play a lawyer and he had hair. <laughs> I gotta see that movie. We gotta watch that. I was, like I told you, I was watching Save the Last Dance this weekend (laughs) and seeing Kerry Washington, who is a now renowned actress, have or speak that ghetto dialogue that they (laughs) had her speaking. Julia Stiles, Uh who was very young at the time, this movie was made fifteen years ago, and she was playing a teenager. Sean Patrick Thomas, who was Uncle Tom. (laughs) <laughs> and uh who was his name Sticky Fingers his boy from Onyx Fredro Star yeah Fredro Mr. Do Your Google Star him playing a <laughs> Googles. a teenage thug where Sean Patrick Thomas's Derek character said you just got out of juvie <laughs> so, uh, uh. yeah that's on all, and of course Dragon Ball Evolution oh you gotta watch all them movies but um what was this movie called <laughs> Vin Diesel in Lawyer. Playing oh, yeah, it's Lawyer. Find Me Guilty. It was him, Peter Dinklage. Oh, man, there was a midget in the movie? <laughs> I mean, little person. <laughs> they pulled this trailer because he looks hilarious. And it was rated R. Pirate. Uh, <laughs> you walked right into it. <laughs> Watch our boy Vinny D with the hair. Kevin Spacey? That's something you'll never say. Uh, yeah, ever again. <laughs> they need the best lawyer in the world. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Well, so did he give you like Oscar consideration <laughs> for this movie? Probably. I'm separating him from the case. It's not up to you. You want to bet? The Brunos want you dead. Those guys love me. Italian accents work perfectly with uh-huh. Vin Diesel's jargon. 
<laughs> I'm just looking at him with that wig on. Looks crazy. This is not the type of if I especially because that came out in the summer. Yeah, I, I see a summertime Vin Diesel movie and it ain't got flying cars. <laughs> yeah, my arms is folded. And if it's a drama, I know not to take it seriously. <laughs> oh yeah, you already know it's eight o'clock, so you already know the Cavs game. This right? eight already, yep. But um, turn to this little Cavalier game. Watch them struggle. All right, wish, so wish the Lakers was on. Watch Lonzo pull up from fifty and scoop it. He is. I was rolling with Jamal Murray, uh, showboated, dribbled around yeah. him. Then Brandon Ingram and uh, Julius Randle yeah. had to almost go and snuff him. Yeah. Like, dang, they always feel like they got to protect you, Lonzo. I mean, you be getting bullied left and right. The Lakers just set in the LeVar Barrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you bring a guest, they cannot be interviewed. Yeah, dude, there's something else. But, uh, we'll go with this one. We'll change it up. But just a uh, fun fact. Guess who's leading the league in the three-point percentage? Jason Tatum. (laughs) I did read a a quote somewhere where they said they asked LeBron to do the three-point competition, and he said, no. I will be (laughs) – not when I can be spending that Saturday night uh, with my family in Los Angeles since they got a house there. I don't know if that quote was real or not, but it sounds real because he is shooting better than Steph Curry from three right now. But um, I forgot we was playing this game, so I was <laughs> closing my book up. <laughs> like, all right, what's the next topic? All right, so I said Greta, I think. Was that uh, where I was she at? Fast and Furious. Right. Z Winston is on Diary of Wimpy Kid, so that leaves Kevin Smith and Michael Bay left for Amityville and Blade. Kevin Smith loves comic books. So I want to see how he's going to make a black character work <laughs> with Blade. Okay. That leaves Michael Bay. I feel like he's produced the Amityville Yeah, it really already. does. So, I, if he hasn't produced a direct one, he's going to do it now. And it's going to be the most action-packed, <laughs> big-budget horror movie you've ever seen. Putting all this, pulling out all the stops, all the fiery explosions, all the stuff that you think wouldn't make you scared in a horror movie. He's pulling those out. All right, so to recap... Michael B. would be playing Jason Bourne mm-hmm. in the new JC Bourne movies. Yeah, Jason Bourne. Leonardo DiCaprio will be taking the role of young Dumbledore after some controversy hits, which mm-hmm. pulls Jude Law from the movie. And once the next one rolled around, Jude Law pulled out some dirt on Johnny Depp, which then create got Johnny Depp off the movie, but also created a film spinoff mm-hmm. uh, about Jude Law. Or about an actor that gets pulled off a movie because of some dirt and then gets another actor pulled off mm-hmm. a movie because of some dirt. And, and Jake Gyllenhaal comes and takes Johnny Depp's role. Okay. And then, speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal, we got Jake Gyllenhaal playing the new Marty McFly in this new series of Back to the Future. And his, we got... His name would just be Martin McFly, though, because Marty <laughs> sounds too kiddish. We got uh, Malik Work making his silver screen... Is the silver screen TV? Yeah. His nope. big... Is it? I think the Silver Screen is movies. I'll just say big movie screen. <laughs> Making his big movie screen debut as the Mad Hatter. And, well, he could have easily been in some movies. I don't feel like. Anyways, in Alice in Wonderland, we have Tessa Thompson playing a hard-nosed detective in the Saw series. We got Margot Robbie playing the lead in the Blair Witch, but the... Uh, 
the twist is that she is the Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. We got Rebecca Ferguson getting a check to make a cameo yep. in Alvin and the Chipmunks. We have Megan Fox playing Chucky's girlfriend when he used to be a human and they time travel back so that he can she can help him not become the toy or the doll in child's play. We yeah, have he, he's already the doll. Yeah, he's already the yeah. doll once they t- yeah. He, she was his girlfriend when he was a mm. human, but Chucky as the doll for him time travels back. So yeah. we have Z Winston Brown directing Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Mm-hmm. We I have get your feet uh-huh. We have Michael Bay doing a high budget action packed Amityville movie. Mm-hmm. We have Greta Gerwig high off of this 100% freshness taking on one of the films in the Fast and Furious franchise. Mm-hmm. And we have Kevin Smith who loves comic books <laughs> taking a stab at Blade. Uh-huh. And we're going to speak of uh, Kevin Smith a little later in the show too. Oops. The scales. Mm-hmm. Here comes the bell I wanna yell. That was franchise player. Alright. Once or uh, you got anything uh, another game or something? Mm, let me check my notes, because I could easily have another <laughs> game in here. Any more games? Video. Video game. Now nah, I'm good for this week. Alright, um, once again I forgot to do the the person little movie for I'll name this bracket or game oh, yeah, yeah. later. So we already did Bella Thorne, Chris Hemsworth, Kenneth Branagh, Ben Affleck, Benjamin Bratt. That's his name, right? Bratt? Yeah. Alright, this week nothing really came out besides Disaster Artist and very slim amount of theaters. But you were talking about, what's her name? Sonoya. Sorcy Ronan. I don't even know how to like go about spelling that. To, <laughs> okay, I found it. So we're going to go through and either pick her best or worst movies. Oh, yeah, she was on uh, Saturday Night Live this past week. Oh, yeah. I got to watch, watch it. I'm going to watch that work. I am putting off the Punisher like it is nobody's <laughs> business. Eminem really ruined it for me. Because I had his set. Then his album's coming out when Star Wars comes out. Man, he might ruin Star Wars for I me. I feel like his album... I don't like the way it slowed up. If it would have came out that day, perfect. Yeah. This, this makes me not feel well. Yeah. If, 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 if I have to listen to it like 10 times and then put it to the side and then come back to it, we're going to see. But... um, So... Should we go with... Wait, we, we did we did his best movie for Brat, Benjamin Brat. Yeah. Our second best, one of those. So we'll do her worst movie. Okay. So let me see if I can find the ones that one of us or both of us have seen. All right, first up, Hannah. Um, did you see The Host? I, I got the whole movie poster in my head right now. I'm looking dead at it. I didn't see it. I remember purposely not seeing it on purpose. <laughs> purposely not seeing it on, on purpose. purpose. <laughs> That's how people talk. Um, Violet and Daisy? You know what that is? Nope. Um, she got a whole lot of them type of movies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I seen the Grand Budapest Hotel. I didn't, I don't think. I nope. saw Muppets Most Wanted. <laughs> That's a movie for you. <laughs> I 
wanted to see Lost the River because Ryan Gosling directed it, but I heard it was trash. <laughs> um, Brooklyn looked like one of them boring old love movies I didn't want to see. And then we got Lady Bird. And, yeah, all right, so let's be a quick one. All right, oh. I, this is her worst movie? Yeah, did you see The Lovely Bones? I don't think so. Okay. Nah, I didn't see that. All right, so between Hannah. So it's Muppets? It's between Hannah. <laughs> well, first up, it's between Hannah and the Buda, the Grand Budapest Hotel. That's a little heavy hitter. For so me. which one's the worst? Yeah. For me, Hannah, I didn't like either one of these movies. But a Hannah was so boring. <laughs> At least the Grand Budapest Hotel had, had some humor. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> With a mustache. Yeah, so yeah, I could be Hannah. And then Hannah versus the Muppets Most Wanted. I'm not even going to get to Lady Bird because I know that's not the worst. Yeah. Between Hannah and the Muppets Most Wanted. I ain't seen it, but <laughs> the fact that it's a battle. This is tough because the Muppets movie was good. The Muppets Most Wanted was trash. <laughs> but... I'm going to bring it down to uh, who takes, who pushes himself as the better movie. I'm going to give Muppets Most Wanted only because that interaction that, um, what's his name? Phil Dunphy. What's his real name? Ty. Burrell. Yep. That interaction he had with one of the little Muppet characters <laughs> where they kept one up in each other who had like the bigger badge or something. <laughs> that was the only thing I remember about that movie being funny. Not <laughs> Tina Fey being in it. Ugh. Not anybody else. The fact that Jason Segel was not doing the movie severely showed. Why do they, I don't like when they do that. When somebody writes, takes their whole life worth of material to make a yeah. film, and then they's like, it did good for us, let's make this very bad sequel. Yeah, it showed very much so. So I'm going to go with Hannah as the worst movie. Okay. Because I remember sitting in Hannah, my <laughs> eyes was just so heavy, the movie was so bright. Yeah, <laughs> I just all that hated snow. it. <laughs> yeah, I hated it. So, all right, Hannah, you are girl's worst movie. So add you... <laughs> To the list, and she is an Irish American actress. There's a Mar- what's her voice sound like? Yeah, this? like where you did. I, I almost want to see uh, Lady Bird again because some of the stuff she said in that movie was so weird. She is 23 years old. Yeah, uh. she is very young. <laughs> Gosh, All right, I guess you can play a high schooler. All right, so and the woman, the bigger girl that was in. Uh, uh, neighbors too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bigger friend she was played the friend in Lady Bird. She always the friend. <laughs> yep. All right. So moving on to some topics that I have here. First up, Jose Calderon is averaging two points. Yeah, he comes in, plays about fifteen minutes. <laughs> keeps keeps pushing. Uh, Scotty, Scotty O. Pippen. Who Long is that? Nose. I'm, I'm assuming he used to be a ball player. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> sombrero, so whatever. He tall. Um. All right. So first up, I have, or so the Affinity Avengers Affinity War trailer dropped this past week. The trailer. I had to run back like it was a Fireverse. Uh-huh. I did. <laughs> Definitely, I had to watch it twice back to back as well. I don't know if I watch it again after that, but what were your thoughts on the trailer? 
great. Uh, that's all I got everything in it. Sweet little scenes that make you look forward to seeing the movie. A uh, little spot where it had Hawk and Black Panther and uh, Winter Soldier and War Machine, all them running uh, towards the camera. You got to see Thanos more. You get little hints of what could possibly be happening in this movie. Just looks all around good. Another hit. Well done movie by Marvel. Yeah, it's I was off the trailer. I was reading some, or kind of reading this one article where they said the Infinity War didn't live up to the hype. And I'm like, you did it to me. The movie probably has crazy amount of special effects that still need to be worked on. Yeah, yeah I was crying over this trailer, and I was too. So they was like, all right, we'll give y'all something. But it, it, but it made sense in hindsight why it took them so long to put it out. I think they should have waited a little bit longer. They might as well. Because the fact that they had to show Thor. So when they show Thor with his eye patch and him not even using his hammer, those are all spoilers for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So and people Even on the Thor Ragnarok trailers, through a voice spoilers, they had Thor with two eyes. Oh yeah. That part where he had the light or did the lightning stuff. See, that's smart of them. Or they could have did that with this one, but then that would have called people to be up in arms like Yeah, once they found uh, out. <laughs> what are y'all doing? Y'all just gonna give him his eye back that easily again? Just like in the Avengers, he was supposedly not supposed to be able to come down to Earth all easily because the biofrost is broken on uh-huh. the bridge. <laughs> the next thing you know, he's just on top of the plane, chilling. But um Yeah, but like you said, it just yeah, it just gave you teases of stuff. And that's what it's supposed to be. It was a teaser trailer. Just supposed to give you like the vibe and a feel and just like just to wet your whistle a little bit, show you little hints of scenes. I was reading somewhere as well that scene where they're in Wakanda fighting with the Black Panther and his tribe and whatnot. I don't know if this is true and I don't know if this is from the comic books or something, but they <laughs> said in that scene, Thanos is throwing pieces of the moon down <laughs> at people. Dang. If that is a real scene, and they have about to be classic, have a th- have Thanos throwing pieces of the moon, <laughs> that would really show him as that big villain that they've been building up for all these years. Because yeah, if he's gonna taking be very, pieces, it's gonna be very weird after this movie and the new Spider-Man come out. He just fight like crazy yeah. or something, right? <laughs> I mean, we did see in this trailer Spider-Man getting beat up. Yeah, that's that's sweet. That's crazy. Why he gonna, he gonna be for one? He was by himself. Yeah, why was he by himself? <laughs> he too probably he, being a dumb kid and said, "I can take Thanos by myself." Probably, and then that's when Robert Downey Jr. has to come up, mentor him again, scoop him up. Yeah, like fam, give me this <laughs> suit that I just gave you. I want to. I want to know how he's gonna get that suit in the first place because he turned it down in Homecoming. He's probably just gonna have it. <laughs> Probably like we got now and then Marvel does that. We got too many characters, too many stuff going on. (laughs) Yeah, we ain't about to tell all these backstories. They just how they are in this movie. Uh, Yeah, they have the leeway to do that. Like DC, DC can't do that. DC, (laughs) anytime Marvel does something, we look at y'all crazy. Uh huh. I watched this trailer and was like, when me and you watched the Justice League trailer when it got came out in H and M. Watch on the phone. Oh yeah, it's dark. Like this movie doesn't give me that. This about to be good feeling. I don't know. It's because your movies went suspect. Yeah. But that trailer just that felt all over the place. This felt organized. Yes. 
Because we know we've watched the progression. Yeah. This one was off of three to four movies. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I was reading about the petition to get the Zack Snyder cut, and then I see that now there's one to get the Josh Whedon cut. Ain't nobody. We got the Josh Whedon cut. Basically. I don't want that. The I Josh really... Whedon cut would be very short, wouldn't it? Because he, yeah. <laughs> he would have to go back and do more scenes because he would have to really make it his movie. I really do want to see Zack Snyder's version. Because I got um, we're going to definitely talk about Justice League here in a second, but the stuff that they keep talking about was in that original cut. I mean, it feels like Batman versus Superman, Man of Steel and all that. But like I've said before, if you're going to go down that road, just go go all the way down it until you can't go no more. Because y'all's franchise is looking as shaky as ever, even with y'all changing up the style of the movie. And now it's looking shaky, and people are just like, oh, we had to sit through these other movies and not even feel like we got the full like the full story that that movie was building. Now we got this weak, watered-down version. Dang, Jose, you should have dunked that on him. But, um, <laughs> he tried to lay it up from a nice distance. <laughs> He should have slammed that on him. But um, from this Avengers trailer, we also saw that a pair, Loki most likely did take the Tesseract <laughs> when he was. Loki is <laughs> the ultimate traitor. Yeah, he's definitely going to be switching sides in this movie. He goes back and forth from being a good, bad guy, good guy, bad guy, good guy. Um, we got the beard that everybody was talking about on Steve Rogers. Mm. Chris Evans, the beard he grew. Between him and him and him. Yeah, I think uh, that Eminem beard was more buzzworthy than Chris Evans's. <laughs> uh, we got Vision in a human body. Oh yeah, and they were saying most likely that he's that's just how. Um, what's her name? Scarlet Witch just sees him, yeah. so that's gonna play off that somehow. We also see in the stone getting yanked from his dome. Oh uh, yeah, so is he gonna <laughs> die? They said the character dies in it. True, but are they going to tease that in the trailer already? Yeah. So, that, I mean, he should. If you if you get the thing that's basically powering you, yanked out of your dome, yeah. you should die. But that's just me. I want them to bring Aaron Taylor Johnson back. There ain't no spoilers or nothing. I want, <laughs> you don't just, waste ATJ. Yeah, he just came in and kept it pushing. Like Quicksilver died. They could have killed off like Falcon or something or War Machine. <laughs> War Machine I saw flying in this movie. Uh-huh. Happened to injuries, Playboy. But he healed. <laughs> it's probably like the distance between the last Avengers movie, or last or Civil War and this is when his legs got better. I need that timeline that Kevin Feig, Feig, or whatever his name is, said that they're going to officially drop. <laughs> so I can see when all this stuff is lining up because them look like career-ending injuries that he had. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he already back flying. I mean, I guess you can fly without needing your legs, but whatever. Um, Thanos definitely looking like Josh Brolin. Um, that that uh, animation looked real good. And that was just for the trailer to get out. They ain't completed or nothing. DC? They took their time with that Steppenwolf. Uh, who'd they get? I just You can ask the same people to do your stuff. Yeah. Who's the person over at Marvel? What are y'all taking y'all's $300 or $300 million budget and blowing it on? Yeah, who y'all paying? It surely wasn't the special effects. Um, yeah, so this is a nice little teaser. They teased when Thanos, or not Thanos, when Thor meets up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Teased that at the end of the trailer. 
seeing that I guess Mantis is really with the crew now. Yeah. So seeing a teenage group. <laughs> Seeing uh, Chris Pratt looking like working Come out on. is not at the top of his agenda he anymore. Needs to get back, <laughs> man. If I was him, I'd probably do the same thing too. I worked out super hard to get uh-huh. his first movie. Now I'm a superstar. <laughs> Until y'all tell me to work out again, yeah. I ain't doing it. I already got the checks. Yep, he got Fallen Kingdom coming out. Hey, but yes, yeah, so that was a great trailer. Um, Move, May gonna be here before you know it. That's crazy. So I can't wait for that. Oh, we about to have Black Panther, which looked like a classic. Mm-hmm. Followed up with Avengers Infinity War. And Michael B in that 70 questions video, he put on this sweet looking Killmonger hoodie. Dang. That had like Killmonger, it was red and black and, and black Killmonger was written on the back and then it had like a outline of Africa on the front of it and said something. Like if them is on sale... Your boy need to cop one because that was pretty sweet, but um, yeah, this was this was dope. Can't wait, be here before you know it. And then the next year we get Avengers four, so that's gonna hopefully be even better. And it's just, just this type of feeling that you get with these Marvel movies is not what you get with them DC movies. So well, definitely isn't. So this is just one of the reasons why they are. On top of the movie making, franchise building, whatever you want to call it, game. And after Star Wars comes out, it's going to, and then Black Panther, and then does Deadpool come out in February? Nah, it can't be this February because they put no promotion. Yeah, that'd be in. crazy. <laughs> Is it the summer? I think it's the summer because we already got the teaser trailer. They was they a little too slick with their marketing at times because I almost didn't watch that video when it uh, came yeah. out and then when I read that it was actually the teaser trailer I was like oh I almost let this pass by me <laughs> I think it comes out in June yeah yeah but yeah it was dope so anyways moving on we got uh, um, oh, yep speaking of Justice League we got some Justice League post release leak talks <laughs> that just seem to keep coming out more and more. I got people talking about a movie after it's out. Yeah, this is like just this. This is if wild. it could be fixed. Um, so there just there were uh, rumors going around what the footage was going to look like before all these changes happened, and then when that te- when one of the test screenings that were showed. But on this website, I'm about to just read it before I read anything else because it gave an update. So it said, Dr. Awkward at Man of Steel Answers published an excellent examination of the claims read by Kevin Smith, who on his podcast was given a bunch of tidbits about what was in that test screening footage. But the, this quote continues to say, concluding that while many details may corroborate with known changes to the movie, the source publishing the differences is likely falsifying information. The credibility audience... The credibility audience member claiming to have seen a test screening is also in question, but with a non-disclosure agreement in play, the fact that the screening would have shown an incomplete film and there were likely multiple versions screened, it's difficult to verify if she is also lying, misremembers details, or merely saw a different but similar version. Regardless, the explicit plot details read by Kevin Smith should be taken with a massive grain of salt until more accurate details of Zack Snyder's version emerge. Okay, so they're basically saying what I'm about to tell you is what you expect. They would say, uh, it ain't all the way factual, but 
we'll never know if it's actually factual unless somebody who um, actually worked inside that company and dealt with the footage would come out and tell you. But no one cares about that. Um, so I'm going to read some information that was said to be seen in that test screening that was quote-unquote a much darker version of the Justice League movie that we just saw. So, let me see if I can find... This movie couldn't have been that crazy amount different. All this leaks, they they keep saying it was. And I just read today that uh, Josh Wheaton was the one who decided on that opening song that was used during the credits. Oh, yeah. And when I saw the movie, I was thinking he did it. But then when I got to thinking, I was like, I mean, this is Zack Snyder. He did do this before with... Uh, Watchmen and stuff yeah. and the fact that Josh Wien came out and said he did it now I'm like okay well now my original inclination <laughs> was making sense or inclination because I was like this didn't fit in the rest of this world it would make that was like the start of making the movie feel different having a song with actual words yeah and not just a legit score but um what else where am I so of course, Justice League was supposed to introduce Dark Side um, at the end to set up Justice League Two. Originally, after falling on Earth, Steppenwolf re- Steppenwolf returns to Apocalypse. How in the Apog- world? <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I like I said Apocalypse on this show before. It pronounced it Apo Apo. I don't even know how I just pronounced it because it was that crazy sounded. <laughs> Apocopolips? That was wild. <laughs> returns there <laughs> where Darkseid then kills him and says he intends to meet Earth's Kryptonian. So we already have something different now. Steppenwolf, after he fails at the end of Justice League where his fear had him removed from Earth by his own parademons. Yeah. It wasn't even them that beat him. <laughs> yeah, it was his own fear and his parademons <laughs> took him back up through that little portal stream thingy. So, but in this version, he would return there, and instead of not knowing what happened to him, Darkseid kills him and then says he intends to meet Earth's Earth's Kryptonian, aka Superman. Um. So yeah, denies even okay. And then what else we got? So then we have an extended scene with the backstories for the Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman, including a lot more world building of Atlantis that definitely tie back to the events of Man of Steel and Superman. There's the nightmare sequence, re- references to the nightmare sequence that was in Batman vs Superman, and the incorporation of the Codex and Superman's resurrection. Batman is also remorseful remorseful over his darker days and treatment of Superman, behaving in a much less jokey way, even going on a suicide mission at the end, believing he needs to sacrifice himself to atone for becoming a murderer and trying to kill the Man of Steel. Um, so you're not, you tried. <laughs> yeah, but I guess he feels bad that something that he did led to Superman's demise somehow. He's back. Yeah, I think yeah, I think this was. I'm assuming this was before he knew Superman was alive. Uh, in addition, there's a number of cut characters like Iris West. I already talked about. I think it was on the last episode about the leak scene that came out with her in it. 
Deathstroke and Lex Luthor, with the latter two still appearing in the end credit scene, so they were apparently going to be in the actual movie. The leak also corroborates the previously revealed information that another post-credit scene featured Green Lanterns, but that was scrapped early on. Uh, of course, Warner Brothers screened multiple versions of the film to see what register with audiences better, and the Josh Wheaton's added humor obviously made a bigger impact in the end, because, of course, you got a movie that has laughs in it. Yeah. A regular audience is going to like it more than your dark version that would take some getting used to. Um, what else? I think that's it for right now. But I'm pretty sure some more shenanigans is going to come out. So with that information, are you looking? F- would you have rather seen that version or the version that we got? I can't tell. Like now that I've seen the version we got, and I'm interested in the other one, but I don't. I probably will feel the same way once I saw that version. It was trash. I'm like, I want to see that other version then. True. So it's hard to tell which one I would rather want. Yeah, I can I can see that, but. But if the other one's better, I'd rather have that one. Yeah, I don't I don't see my in my opinion I would rather see the other one just because like I said earlier, I wanna see what y'all promised. Like if I had to see y'all tease a uh dark side, um y'all not y'all don't have Green Lantern yet. I wanna see one of the big members get teased in this Justice League. Y'all almost y'all gave me a big a uh, majority of a Justice League movie without Superman in it. So, y'all better tease a newcomer. <coughs> um, yeah, just all the stuff that y'all, we were promised in the other movies, I want to see take shape in this one. Would it be better? It might not have been. It might have played just like Batman vs. Superman and have no jokes and be way too serious. And how it would have been weird to see a movie where The Flash is serious and Aquaman is serious. But then you give me this movie that just seems like Y'all gave up on y'all's original plans so much that y'all just wanted to give us a happy-go-lucky movie that we could just watch and forget about. So, I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying it would have been better, but I definitely would have rather seen the quote-unquote Zack Snyder version compared to what we got right now. But, unfortunately, that's probably never going to happen. All right, staying in the realm of DC, rumor is another rumor going on with DC is they're planning on making a legion, making the Legion of Doom be the overarching overarching villains slash storyline going forward in this quote unquote DCEU. Um, let me see if I can pull the link up. And so if you don't know what the Legion of Doom is, it's the opposite of Justice League, you know, yeah. and Man of St- or not Man of St- uh Lex Luthor, Deathstroke, and some other villains. And all right, so according to some source over at Warner Brothers, Legion of Doom is happening. It's not going to be a movie, <laughs> but building towards the team. Uh, saying that. Here's a quote. There's some. There's they're working on something cool for San Diego Comic Con 18 related to the Legion of Doom. They want to continue planting seeds and building momentum for the, for the team. Meaning, you know, in movies going forward, little teases here and there. 
Things will be generally quiet on the DC front until Aquaman hype begins, but I can tell you that there will be another Legion of Doom tag at the end of that. So they're basically saying, now they're going for it with the Legion of Doom being the overarching storyline of the rest of these movies. Putting little tidbits here, I guess, probably Lex Luthor building up his team, probably going through every movie, taking a villain, adding them to the team. So maybe in the next Justice League that they say we won't see till after 2020, (laughs) they will be the people that that they will be facing. What are your thoughts on that? Is that... I actually kind of like that idea, but I don't trust that they'll get further enough to have a any. They'll probably have about three three member team by the time they finally blow up the the unnamed DC Cinematic Universe. So I kind of like the idea, but it's, it ain't gonna work with the way DC does stuff. Okay, Marvel could probably do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marvel's gonna have to. I hope that they say they got plans for like twenty plus movies. So I hope they know what they're gonna do after this Avengers four. What they're gonna like? What they're gonna their end goal is gonna be because they already got the big bad Thanos going. What they're gonna do next? That's gonna be interesting to see. But yeah, this is, this could be a good idea. I still want to see Dark Side, but I feel. Oh yeah. I'm thinking that they'll just build up for Justice League 2, and then Darkseid is 3. I hope they ain't planning that. Yeah, they ain't getting further enough. <laughs> They're not getting further enough for any of this. Yeah, only only Marvel was smart. They teased Thanos They teased and, like at the end of Justice League, and then let... Avengers. Yeah, Avengers, sorry. They teased Thanos at the end of Avengers... With slight, very slight teases before that. Yeah. But they made, Avengers was a success. So they was like, oh, we can skip Avengers 2. Uh-huh. Could know that we're going to get to a 3. Justice League, if they teased both of those where they knew, like, all right, we had a, we had a success so far. We're going to let you know Dark Side is coming. But for now, or up until he decides to come down to Earth. We're going to have this little Legion of Doom. That would be the way they differentiate themselves from Marvel. And that would be a dope idea as long as the team they build is formidable. Yeah. Because technically, I don't think Lex Luthor has any more Kryptonian or Kryptonium because yeah. he let Batman steal all that. <laughs> but, I mean, this is Lex Luthor so they could make find a way where he can get more or he takes some back from Batman yeah. or he has like a hidden storage somewhere. Something. Because if he ain't got none of that, you, Deathstroke, uh, y'all could get Black Manta from Aquaman, um, whoever Flash villain, somebody from Suicide Squad. Man, y'all would have to get Black Adam. You have to get Will Smith. Some Yeah, if y'all want your movie to be successful, you got to get Will. <laughs> if you want it to make sense where somebody can fight Superman, yeah, you got yeah, to get Black Adam. Because <laughs> Superman made easy work of Steppenwolf, who was yeah. an alien. So if you just got a bunch of human beings with guns shooting at him, yeah. it's not going to be a problem unless those guns have Kryptonium in them, yeah. which would be good. See, that's the sucky thing about Superman. That is the <laughs> only way for him to have a formidable foe and a possibly a good movie is if his competitor or his enemy has Kryptonian, Kryptonium yeah. or he's fighting somebody from his home planet. They're probably going to do Brainiac. Or that. Fight. Yeah. So, 
Or they could do uh, Doom. Oh, never mind. They did Doomsday <laughs> in the second movie, the anime. <laughs> yeah, so. You know how good an idea that would have been to be like, all right. And then when you think the Legion of Doom is the villains, that's when they were able to pull out Doomsday. Yeah, but nah, he, he was able to immediately do it. He, he took that cheat code real early. Yeah, they could have They could have had the team. They could have used the Kryptonium, fought Superman and the rest of the Justice League. Superman able to overcome that somehow, and the rest of the Justice League defeats the team. And then they go to Plan B, which yeah. is Death or Doomsday. <laughs> and then Doomsday could kill Superman. And then Dark Side, not Steppenwolf, comes to take over the world. <laughs> literally puts that thing, puts Earth through some sort of apocalypse or whatever. And then somehow y'all able to revive Superman. Yeah. Or you kill off everybody, use Flash to somehow go back in time uh-huh. to revive Superman. And then everybody's Earth. new actors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you got Michael B. Cyborg. <laughs> You got <laughs> Michael B. Cyborg. <laughs> uh, you got, got Jake Gyllenhaal, Batman. Uh, don't remind me. That could actually happen in real life. That's, do they want to play Batman or Joker? Y'all need to pick. He should. If he's playing anything, he should play Joker. I don't if want he, him if in he, this world. Yeah, if he has to, if he has to play something. Oh gosh, but um, yeah, that that Legion of Doom, like you said, could be a good idea, but. We gotta see it actually get put into yeah. to the right uh, in the right hands, and yeah, who knows if that's gonna happen. All right, um, so here's some another DC topic. A little quick take: Margot Robbie says yeah. DC producers need to enable the vision of their directors, meaning if you hired the director and he has a certain vision. Let him do it without immediately going like, you know what? You did this. I'm going to change what you did with that. I, a la what happened with Zack Snyder. What happened with David Ayer with Suicide Squad. Patty Jenkins seemed to be the only one who was able to get free reign. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So do you agree with her statement? I mean, I guess. But I don't really like taking the opinion of somebody in the DC universe. <laughs> like uh, Chris Evans and Robert Downey or somebody said that. I'm like, mm-hmm. Like, you right. Okay, I understand. Facts. Y'all got to listen to them. They're your money makers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if it's depending on the director, if it ain't just one of them directors that direct movie and do what's right off the script and whatever the producers tell them, if it's one of them innovative directors, yeah, they should just let them do their thing. But it's all over the place. Y'all, first of all, y'all started off by letting Zack Snyder control everything. <laughs> so, of course, it's going to be his visions. And then when y'all seen that the audience don't really like what he was putting on screen, y'all panicked, and now it's all mixed around. And it's not allowing people to just make their movies. Yeah. It, it is hard to agree with somebody in that universe. <laughs> but... The producers for DC seem pretty trash because every time they jump in and meddle with something, we get an ending where, um, what's her name? Valerian's girl. <coughs> uh, Cara Delevingne. Yeah, we get an ending where her villain is trash. Terrible. We get a, we get this type of Justice League. We, 
We get the ending of Wonder Woman that was nothing like the rest of the movie. We just we just get some whack stuff. So I rather let the uh, like it's just the producers y'all's y'all's brains ain't working. Let the innovative uh, director <laughs> get the let the innovative directors um put their uh their their work out there without it being too much being messed with and see what happens. I mean, I know the producers and everybody in the companies, they're the ones forking the money over, so they they want to do what they think is going to get their money back, but their stuff is too safe. And in almost 2018, we ain't trying to deal with that safe stuff all the time. So I guess I agree with her. All right, finally veering away from our, our DC, my boy Denis Villeneuve. I still don't know how to pronounce the name, yeah. and I just, I literally just heard Amy uh-huh. Adams say it. Every time I actually <laughs> hear how to say it, I can never remember it. And I think it's actually how it looks. It's, I'm, I feel like it has mad syllables, yeah, but it feel like it has like one or two syllables. But um, he said he would be open to doing a non-saga Star Wars film. That could look nice. So if in this new trilogy that Ryan Johnson is heading up that has that he said has no connection to any of Star Wars, which makes me think it's not gonna make money because <laughs> people like to know that there's some there's some tie back to what I they love. Prefer. But um so the, the trilogy that he's heading up that takes place after this episode after episode nine has nothing to do with it. If he's heading that one up, he directs one movie. Denis V directs another one of the movies. Who would the third director you would add to direct third director. the third Star Wars movie in this new trilogy? Probably go with like a what's a way? Go with like a Justin Lin, so we can see if uh, Vin Diesel can finally play like Boba Fett or somebody. <laughs> oh, that mind's not connected. He can play a brand new character. Yeah. <laughs> The Justin Lin. I don't know why Justin Lin's name when it's put next to Denis and Ryan Johnson uh-huh. looks funny. <laughs> Justin Lin, you can go John Favreau. Uh, you can go somebody different. I don't know. I think of uppity directors when I see those two's names because <laughs> even though Ryan Johnson really did just like Looper. And then Denis, he's yeah, done all these type of directors, these movies that have been nominated for awards. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you could balance it out by throwing yeah, like a blockbuster yeah, fella yeah, in you there. Go blockbuster. So you going Justin Lin? I go Justin Lin. He does Star Trek, I believe. Yep. If I had to, and if J.J. Abrams can do two Star Trek, uh, Star Trek and Star Wars, mm-hmm. you would have to make Justin Lin do the first one. Justin yeah, Lin will have to direct the first one. Let him come out of the gate with something fun, and then y'all yeah. can make it all serious after him. Right. Then Denis, he could do the second one. And then since it's Ryan Johnson's baby, he could come out with the last one. He better make it connect a little bit. <laughs> you can't just make a whole new thing, because then if that's the case, you don't have to call it Star Wars. Yeah. What period? At least, are you going to tell us what period of time it takes place? Is it before? Yeah, isn't it? Or is after it Star Wars Episode Ten? Or is it just... Yeah, that's going to be interesting because you can't call it an episode. If it doesn't have anything to do with those, it can't be an episode. Yeah. It just has to be called Star Wars something, something, something. Yeah, and then Star Wars something, 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 episode two? Is that yeah. what... Yeah, y'all confusing me. Maybe maybe they won't call it episode. Maybe they'll call it chapters. I don't want that. <laughs> chapters or... Um, 
what do they call it? Like, was it, did the Divergent, I feel like it was like Divergent series, I didn't have like a type of thing. Episode, chapter, what else could you call it? Part? They gonna yeah. call it Star Wars, whatever, whatever, two. Star Wars, blah, 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 sound. three. I, I don't even sound as uh, Is it gonna be, epic. Because if it's just called like Star Wars and then the thing... And then each one has the different, you know... We, we're going to automatically refer to it as like a 10 and 11. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I well, oh. guess we got plenty of time for them, for uh, Lucasfilm and Disney to change, to change their minds. Mind, yeah. <laughs> so, like, alright, you ain't got to put the Skywalkers in it, but it has to tie back in somehow. But, alright, I'm, I'm, I was trying to think of a director I would put in there. The only director that's coming to my head is Quentin Tarantino, but that would not... That would be nuts. That would be R... It would lose all the fans, and it just wouldn't. It wouldn't mesh well. You can go like a Ryan Coogler. He did Black Panther. If Black Panther is successful, you can that come would, in, take a stab at Star if Wars. Michael B. was the lead in this new Star Wars franchise. Y'all, y'all had a white man. Y'all had a white man. Then y'all had a white, white girl. It's time for Michael B. Yeah, you you let the black guy be the side character. Let him be the lead. Yeah. Dang. And shout out to Daisy Ridley, who was barn, lose yourself to death when yeah, for her right. 70 questions. I always forget she's foreign. Her accent is dumb thick. <laughs> so it just cracks me up to hear her talk. But, uh, let me see. I was to say, I'm looking at this Ray poster right now. So I'll go with the Garth Evans, or yeah, whatever is Garth Evans. And he bring his boys in and to do more than little cameo roles with no action scenes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he should. He should be like, just for y'all putting my boys in this movie to do nothing. They lead in this, and this is a karate space film. That would be sweet. Uh-huh. Just basically rate redemption, but take place in space. Mm-hmm. I watch go it. Go up, killing all kind of Jar Jar Binks and stuff. That would be real sweet. Seeing Dang. the type of choreography he would do with the little X fighters or whatever those little things are called. Yeah, I was. <laughs> he oh. would have them doing all kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> Or if I was to nominate somebody else, Josh Trink, what you doing, buddy? No, thank you. <laughs> I don't want... What's, what is he doing? About to uh, direct this V-Dog movie I'm writing. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since he lost Star Wars, his career has been dunsies. That's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. That is... He was, he was up and coming because of... I almost called it collateral. Chronicle got a big role like Star Wars. Either him or Disney made him lose that role, and now he ain't getting nothing. <laughs> Hope he saved that little bit of money he made yeah, for a collateral. Chronicle. Cl- <laughs> <laughs> chronicle. <laughs> While you look at that up, uh, quickly, Disney and Fox are in talks again <laughs> about... Disney is not going to let up. <laughs> they be like, please! Yeah, they might do something dirty to get Fox, uh, get the rights to Fox and crap, Josh but... Josh Trank has done two things and two things <laughs> only. He might be moonlighting at somebody else with a different name. And that was directing, um... 
and write or writing a story for Chronicle and for writing Fan Four Stick. Oh yeah, he did direct that movie. <laughs> I forget. Oh yeah, that and Star Wars ruined his career. Never mind. It's mainly Fantastic Four, Ooh. and he shouldn't even take most of the blame for that because Fox had their helping hand in that as well. But that's sad. Dang, up and coming. But he, this will be another way for him to put Michael B. back in a yeah. put him in a Star Wars movie, or you can just go in Miles Teller. Or, uh, please don't put Miles Teller in no Star Wars movie. <laughs> Jamie Bell seems very Star Wars-ish. Well, I don't care about if Jamie Bell does it. He didn't even take that much of a hit thanks to Fantastic Four because he was the thing. Yeah. But all right, so when the year ends, do you think Disney and Fox will have a deal? Because they're saying that's when we could hear something, and that's a couple weeks away. Um, it could. Like, real, real close to the end of the year. So, uh, once again, I'm I... I'm thinking it'll get finalized top of the year. Start fresh. So you think they will make a deal? Yeah, I think because Disney probably has endless money that they could keep up, and they probably starting off low. Like, we'll give you a Billy. Like, nah, nah. Billy five. Yeah, nah, Billy eight. <laughs> nah, I'm like. X-Men ain't worth $2 billion. <laughs> Like, chill. Y'all don't know. Y'all got dead weight in Fantastic Four. Yeah. X-Men is on its last legs. Yeah, That's fan, why y'all shooting Fantastic all these movies Four out. Fantastic 500000 We'll <laughs> give y'all. Fantastic Four right now is them two properties right after start uh-huh. in Monopoly. <laughs> You're like, all right, I'll give you a couple hotels and uh, <laughs> <laughs> these two purple yeah. properties right next to uh, 200 The X-Men is like the railroads right now. Yeah. They they can get you money, but are they really worth that much? <laughs> they used can't, to, you can't put a house or no yeah. hotels on them. <laughs> they used to be like the green and yellows. <laughs> now they not the green and yellows no more. And then Deadpool, right? That that brand alone is green. I say about green, and then Gambit just got pushed back. Uh, starting day <laughs> got pushed back. Jada Tatum, there's a plenty of other superheroes sitting here waiting for no, you to play No, he him. wants to do Gambit <laughs> for whatever reason. He must have. He's weird. He must have read that comic book while his mom was getting beat. Yeah, I don't know. There has to be some touchiness fella. going on for why he wants to do this so badly. <sighs> All right, um, you got anything else you want to throw out there before we move on to the punishment segment? Not that I can think of. All right, well, speaking of DC and Petty, I have one nominee to throw out there. Do you have anybody you want to nominate? Uh, not that I can think of. Yeah, this was a quiet week for nominees, so when that happens, you got to really start reaching for who you want to nominate. <laughs> and my nominee for this week is your boy, Zachary Levi? Or Levy? Levi? Levi, I believe. All right, Zachary Levi for his comments that he made yeah. recently. And I'm going to read it. He said, James Gunn in the gang killed it. It brought so much heart and humor. And I think it was kind of this dark horse that took everyone by storm, meaning Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Shazam kind of has the possibility to do that because Shazam is not, for all intents and purposes, it's not Supes, Superman. It's not Batman. It's not Wonder Woman. If you look at most Justice League montages or Justice League posts, Shazam is not necessarily one of the characters you put on there, except he is in the Justice League. So if we do well enough, dot, 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 
<laughs> so, he's just getting it because he tried to compare Shazam <laughs> to Guardians of the Galaxy, saying it could have that surprise success yeah. like Guardians of the Galaxy did. And he's getting it because, my brother, you don't even know if your movie's going to get made at the rate your little your world is going. Yeah. DC ain't nothing with DC is guaranteed besides Aquaman. And that's because it's already shot. It's <laughs> in the can. And y'all not going to do James Wan like that. Yeah. If they do make an Aquaman sequel, which is a 10% chance of happening, you can guarantee James Wan ain't coming back for the yeah. shenanigans. He don't, he'd probably feel uneasy. He, he don't know if he going to have a job. He's not going to have a job. He could have accepted Mad Rose from this. He could have he did the Fate and the Furious. Uh-huh. No. So, even though y'all got your director, your actor, your young actor, your villain, yeah, it seems like y'all got an idea when y'all going to start shooting this movie. Ain't nothing guaranteed about DC right now after what Justice League is going through. Your main squeeze, you're making your least amount of money. Ain't that's no- crazy. I'll <laughs> never get over that. Ain't nothing y'all got planned is trustworthy now. So, and they want to take you out out of the world completely and just make you a regular character. You have a better chance of doing that. Uh-huh. But if they don't want to put you in that world. I would be hesitant while I'm lifting them weights, getting buff for this role, because ain't no telling. So even though Guardians of the Galaxy was a complete shock, we didn't expect it to be as good, make as much money. It still had the Marvel brand behind it. So chances are it was going to be good. We just didn't see it being probably one of the best Marvel movies to ever come out. Shazam, you are a character that a child turns into this strong individual. That already seems iffy to me. I expect some humor, yeah. But do I expect to be mind blown? No. So with all that, DC's negative background going for it, and you saying these comments, the pettiness in me is putting you on punishment, sir. Go sit in the corner and re-look your contract over to see if you actually get paid if this movie gets made or not. Shazam. When y'all lost Dwayne Johnson, that was a step down for y'all. And that's just by choice. They didn't have to. Yeah. He could still be in it. They still got time, but now they're choosing not to put him in it. And Dwayne Johnson. That would be a, sweet. He likes to do movies by himself. So. Yeah. But yeah, he should have definitely been in. It'll definitely made Jaws a uh, property more intriguing. Oh man! But all right, so moving on to this week's Rotten Tomatoes movie. I meant to look it up beforehand, but because we have nothing to resolve and go in there now, I think it's Pitch Perfect was gonna be the next one if that doesn't have anything. Wait, what is, what is just getting started? Mm-hmm. And I Tanya comes out this week in limited release. Oh, just getting started. Got a bunch of old people. Got Morgan, oh yeah, yeah. Your boy Morgan Freeman, Tommy Lee Jones, Renee Russo. You know, bunch of stars like that. All right, so going to see what's coming out. We already did Star Wars. 
Ferdinand. It's <laughs> another kids movie. Starring uh, John Cena. Yeah, we already did Jumanji. All right, let's see if the between the greatest showman on earth and Pitch Perfect Three. Let's see if either one of them have any reviews. Nope. All right, so we can do the greatest showman on earth first, since that comes out two days before Pitch Perfect Three. What are you giving the greatest showman on earth, starring Hugh Jackman, Zachy E, Zendaya playing his love interest? <laughs> um, I think Rebecca Ferguson is also in this joint. For some reason, the first number that came to my head was 73. 73, so the greatest show men on earth. This is too long of a title for me to be typing in my phone. Greatest show men on earth, and you're giving it a 73? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm also going to give it a high schooler, but I'm going to give it an 80. So I'm going with 84%. Alright, so when around Christmas time, we will be resolving that movie as well. You got any Blu-rays that you know coming out? Oh, this is, is this even called The Greatest Showman on Earth? Is, or is this just called The Greatest Showman? I think it's just called The Greatest Showman. I was just oh, yeah. adding. I was just adding <laughs> stuff. some juice to it before that. I'll give a special happy birthday to Marissa Tomei, who turns 53 years old. She don't look 53 as well, just like I'm still shocked old girl from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is 50. Uh-huh. Also, happy birthday to Jeff Bridges, who turns 68. He looks it. Uh, Fred Armisen, he turns 51. He looks it. Uh, Tyra Banks turns 44. Uh, I guess that's about right. Happy birthday to one Orlando Crazy Brown. He turns 30. Uh, <laughs> that man hasn't been 30 yet. Yeah, that's shocking. Uh, happy birthday to... <laughs> Hold on. How old is Raven? <laughs> she must... She, they're kind of young. If how, how old is she? Yeah, after this podcast, I'm going to have to look of when that's a Raven ended. Because they... Raven's 31. <laughs> These are what, did that's a raven in like two thousand ten. They all retired when they were. That's a raven ended. She was too young to be on the View. Yeah, she wasn't her. She had to be in her twenties then. When did that's a raven end? Ain't no way it was like out. Ain't no way I was in high school watching Corey's in the house or Corey in the house or whatever. <laughs> that don't even sound right. Ravens ended. I mean, that's so Raven ended. What? It ended in 2007. She stopped that when she was 20. Dang, she really was in high school, basically, when that was going on. That's... Wow, Disney knows the age group they want to stay in. Like, it was she... like, you're 20, you're very old. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, I guess it's about to be Zendaya's time. Uh, and then right after that ended, she did College Road Trip. Mm-hmm. Some episodes right of American Dad. Oh, yeah, I remember that. American Dad is old. <laughs> it just takes so many breaks. It feels like it hasn't been on that long. Revenge of the Bridesmaids. Yeah, I'm gonna care about that. I believe I watched that movie. Yeah, it was on uh, ABC Family or something like that. Yeah, it sounds trash though. Then she was on Sunny with a Chance. 
I forgot she did come back with another show before Raven's Home. What? State of Georgia. Wasn't that like Freeform or something? Uh huh. ABC Family. Anyway, I was trying to see that. And then she was gone. And she did some episodes of Empire. Typical. And she did some episodes of Casey Undercover. And then she played herself on not only Nashville, but also the Jim Gaffigan show. Mm. She did some episodes of Blackish. Remember that? She did. Uh, she played herself on Masters of None. And then Raven's Home came back. She was in Masters of None. That's what this credit says. Anyways, well, oh yeah, I was saying happy birthday to people. Uh, happy birthday to oh Ronnie from Jersey Shore. He turns thirty two. This new season's gonna be wild. <laughs> and of course, Jay Z is forty eight. <laughs> He looks every bit of yeah, it. Yeah, he too. aged. When he was gone for that little bit in between albums, that age really came to play. He, he stopped caring about his. He's me. He don't care about his haircut. Uh-huh. His edge up is wild. <laughs> he like, I got money, so it don't matter. Yeah. And then movies, movies, movies. Got a freestyle. Why pull these up? Scotty Pippen looks old when he laughs. <laughs> Scotty Pippen with the old laugh. He had a funny, or he wasn't funny, but his episode of Lethal Weapon was funny. Uh, Blu-ray releases should have been prepared beforehand. I know Mother comes out here soon, and that is one of the best movies of the year. I guess I was getting upset when I was watching that Jennifer Lawrence Adam Sandler interview. And they were talking about it. And they didn't really go in depth about how bad that movie got bashed. But she said, like, people who liked it, you know, they got it. People who hated it, they really hated it. And that was a fact. All right, our two movies are, um, that are out, we have American Assassin. That's a borderline might rent. (laughs) I ain't too many times I want to watch Taylor Kish go against Dylan O'Brien. Yeah, I don't like the way just saying them two going against each other doesn't sound great. And then our last movie for this week is Despicable Me 3. That's also a might rent because that was the worst of the series. Your main minions wasn't even in it. Guess they too big to be side characters in movies now. (laughs) That's pretty weird. Yeah, and it's sad that Trey Parker is your villain. The genius like that. Genius. The voice actor, and y'all put him in one of the worst movies. <laughs> yep, well, that's all for this. All of those for this week. I know we about to have a buttload of movies when it being Christmas time. It should be. Let me look, look real quick. I don't understand, like, why, because I saw like, a lot of them come out around, like, 15th and the 20-something, like... Y'all really must expect people to be super last-minute shoppers or think these are, like, um, stocking stuffers or something. Because y'all should at least put it out at the end of... Black Friday is when you should put it out. Yeah, it really ain't but... To end off the year, it ain't but a couple, like, two big movies coming up. And top of January... Yeah, so not really. It's pathetic. But whatever. There, oh, hold on, hold up. Oh yeah, not nothing real big. You play. I mean, up. when you start your year off and you drop a uh, Max Steel in January, there ain't no other movie I need to come out this year. Okay, well, 
Did, have you even finished watching all that movie yet? Yeah, I finished oh, it. Okay. I think I talked about it on one of these episodes. We did. I just couldn't <laughs> remember if you watched it all. Yeah, it took me a couple couple tries. <laughs> all right, what movie do you plan on seeing? Or of course, if you were to see. Disaster Artist. That's a must-see. My boy James Franco, my boy Seth Rogen. Making a classic movie about a classic movie. So, that should be a good one. Uh, if, if it's supposed to come out, so if it actually does still come out, definitely I seeing that. I saw it at theaters. So. Yeah, I saw, I, I saw the, all the, the city that we're in, all the theaters. It's set it. But until one of those, when I see 800 and I see it actually coming out here, that, that seems weird. But um, definitely seeing that if it comes out. I would like to see I, Tanya if that comes out, but I don't see that probably coming out around here anytime soon. Um, once again, I'll keep putting Daddy's home if I ever watch it. <laughs> if I get my movie pass, things is about to get moving and shaking. But if I don't, then we might have to start this over at the top of the year. All I know is I'm just happy that I barely got over 100 movies for the year before this debacle happened. <laughs> so that's always my goal. Over 100 movies. I try to break my record every year, but I definitely coming up short this year. But I'm over hundred, so I can't. I ain't too mad. But yeah, all those movies. All right, I think this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, or what you would call it. You already know who it is. It's your boy Leo Archibald, aka Young Denzel, aka O'Shea. Click clack. It's in the third, aka. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Um, Navion Bell, Nathless Burger, Nantonio Brown, Naker Mayfield, um, Robert Balmain Jr., Young Caesar Christ, Silk Pajamas, Baby Nate, Belly Rollin', well, else I am, uh, I'm See a headline Star Trek movie in the works from Quentin Tarantino and J.J. Abrams. That don't even sound right, but oh, what and they say he had a great out. idea. So now he about to. They said they have plans of moving forward with Tarantino with help from a writers room headed by J.J. Abrams. That sounds like the ultimate. Is he going to direct that movie? Uh, so he came up with an idea. I would love to see what. That's funny that we was kind of talking about something like that. If he came up with an idea for Star Trek and they put it into works, I mean, you might as well try whatever, but I don't see him making that the last movie that he ever directs. Oh, that's, yeah, that would be very weird. <laughs> uh, we were supposed to have a guest to first last week, but I chose not to. And then <laughs> this week, you know, things don't line up when you get busy guests and what may have you. So next week... We should have a guest. Now we will. Even if it's not the person that was supposed to be on today. It's your boy, Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. K. Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya, Fix My Life, Van Zant, a.k.a. Kai Dollar Sign, Booking Agent K, Kayanya, Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit, Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Chatwick Flossman, Cool Breeze, Thug Apatow, which I was watching some some interview. It was funny. Judd Apatow said, 
Uh, one time James Franco said to him to send him all the dailies from, uh, I think, Knocked Up, and he wanted to cut his own movie version of Knocked <laughs> Up. <laughs> right, that would be hilarious, seeing all the scenes that weren't in the movie to make his own version of it. Uh, Kingpin, a.k.a. Hibachi, Hibachi, the Hibachi chef. And for y'all who don't know why I'm called the Hibachi no, chef. Oh, my gosh. Because when it comes to bowling... I get to cooking. Chef. One strike. That was very wet. One strike turns to two strikes. Oh, my God. Two strikes turns to three strikes. Mm. Three strikes. I get to three hundreds. They call me Mr. Three Hundreds. No Bernie Mac. I thought you were going to say lady, Mr. Gerard Butler. Would you be my <laughs> sweet <laughs> love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. <laughs> Have you ever tried to get your hair cut? Why? <laughs> the way that shit started sounded crazy. Why having a cough attack? I'm just, I'm just sitting there. Haircut going midway through, start busting out in a ridiculous. I really came out and say, "Hold on!" <laughs> I just, I just knew I was gonna have a crazy lineup once the <laughs> once that ended because it would not stop. Um, but all right, who sucks? Jai Courtney sucks. Theo James sucks. Miles Teller sucks. Taylor Kiss sucks. Uh, uh, Alex Rose sucks. Matt Wolf sucks. Nina Dobrev sucks. Romney Malco sucks. Chingy sucks. Shout outs to King Ansel, the baby driver. He getting cold out here if you don't put out a hit song. <laughs> yeah, you need a song. About movies. You need a song or a song. You need a song. Hey, Just he... like people, Cardi B needs to put the follow up to, follow up to Bodak Yellow. She's put it out the day Eminem comes out. Every. Jeezy has that one coming out. Yeah, y'all gotta chill. NERD has one coming out that day. Somebody else does too. Y'all gotta chill. Just let NERD and Eminem have that day. Yeah. The rest of y'all gotta chill. But here's here's just a person for the week that we can throw in there. Either Meg Foster, Gabriel, Hufferhue, Stan Shaw, Joyce Gerard. Huh? I said, is these a made-up people? <laughs> no. Jordan Salem, Ryan Moore, Brandon Smith, or Gina Phillips. All of them are the cast of Jeepers Creepers 3. Uh, y'all suck. Their acting was preposterous. <laughs> so, those are who I throw out there for this week. But um, Y'all suck. Ain't nothing else to say. I think we got to... Watch, we're gonna listen back and this. We're gonna say we forgot something, probably. But before that happens, dang, your boy, whoa, ow, <laughs> y'all thought I was gonna go this whole episode without having bars, jail cell. But oh um, my god, your boy, your boy Ryan Shazier, he beat somebody up. Nah, he went ahead and got hurt. Jesus Christ. Tears Achilles? Not regular. I don't know. All I said, saw was a 
carted off field with no leg movement. Paralyzation? Is that that's what that sounds like to me. You just always get hurt playing the freaking Bengals. <laughs> oh, there goes our Yikes. our defense is was playing good this year and it's slowly getting hurt. Oh, we just shoot him up and he'll be back by the playoffs. But I can't talk. Got to end this off with the yeah. Yes. I'm not even gonna say. It.